0: Welcome to the Brian Buffini Show, where we explore the mindsets, motivation and methodologies of success. Here's your host, Brian Buffini.
1: Well, the top of the morning to you and welcome to the Brian Buffini Show. Just fresh off a few weeks back home in Dublin to see the mam and dad. So uh, I'm in fine form altogether. It was great to get back home. And uh, it's good to be with you here today. Very excited for you to get exposed to today's content. We've entitled The Mentor Connection. Remember the rainbow connection with Kermit the Frog? Well, we have The Mentor Connection. And one of the reasons for it is I am definitely who I am today because of the people who have come before me, who've passed on their wisdom and insights to help me grow. Many times I was able to avoid mistakes they had experienced themselves, and other times when I was experiencing challenging times, they were there to lend a hand. Some of these mentors became dear friends. Some of these people were folks who were mentors to me by books, by audio programs. And ultimately, the reason why I get into the business I'm in today, training and teaching people, providing information like this, is because this is the stuff that changed my life. And I had mentors both who I had relationship with, and mentors who I had a distant relationship with through the fact that they were a teacher, a trainer, speaker, author. That's what's helped me the most, more than anything else. So that's what I wanted to bring to you. Recently, I uh, actually taught on this very topic to 3,000 of our clients at our Mastermind Summit in San Diego. And the three things we're going to cover today are how to find a mentor, how to be mentored, and how ultimately to become a mentor. And that's really the whole circle of life of mentorship is you don't just do it as a pursuit for yourself I, I need to find a mentor I need to find a mentor and they're they're supposed to become something other than what a mentor is supposed to be. The next thing is you're going to apply what you learn and and now you're going to learn how to be mentored the right way and to use the information and the and the wisdom you're receiving and then ultimately become a mentor and become an influencer in your own right and so that's what this is all about i've laid out in very very practical terms from my own experience but also from heading up the largest business coaching company in america we know a little bit about mentoring and so i think you're going to enjoy this i think you'll want to listen to it several times i hope you do take some notes and if you have a question for me please email me go to brian if you have a review we'd love to hear that too let people know how great it is and if you really enjoy it Be sure to share it with a friend. Enjoy the program. It's called The Mentor Connection. God bless. I have a session here that is one of the key ingredients for all transformation, and it's about mentorship. Now, Buffini Company provides coaching and training, but the piece that you have to secure for yourself is mentorship. And so I've never really talked about it. I've talked about who my mentors were in a number of capacities that I could share with you, Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, those kinds of things. But... How do you find a mentor? How can you be mentored? And then ultimately, the ultimate goal of that, is how do you become a mentor yourself? Right, to shine a light to someone else's path. Would you guys agree? How many of you would like to find some mentors? Could I see your hands? How many of you would like to really know how to be mentored properly? And then ultimately, how would you like to become like a mentor to other people? Okay, there's an inspiration for how the flow of this presentation is gonna be delivered. So I'm going to give you some great content, but it's going to be delivered on the inspiration. I go and do things. I go to concerts. I go travel. I go do this. And so one particular thing that happened this year is uh, my son, Adam, is really into Star Wars, like in a remarkable way. And uh, he builds these Legos and this and that. And all the kids love it, but he's like into it in a special way. Well, he sat at Mastermind a couple years ago and set a goal. And his goal was he'd done the research and whatever else. He goes, Dad, could we go to the Star Wars celebration in London in 2016? And here's how I'm going to do these chores, and I'll save this money, and do this, and do that, and great. Here we go. And it wouldn't be on my bucket list to do that, but it's on your bucket list, and we go. So we were in London. We did a big old great tour of London and parts of England. Then we spent three days at the Star Wars convention. And uh, yeah, there we go. So we were at the Star Wars celebration, uh, me, Bev, and the kids. Now, once I was there, you know, everything's a teaching moment. And I realized the whole story of Star Wars is about mentoring. Everything, right? Every main character is either set up, built, and set up by mentors. Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? That's the the first image we have of who the original mentor is. Ben Kenobi, right? So he was the little old guy. And so you'll see, he wasn't just the whole start of it. It flows through that whole movie. And it'll it'll help, believe it or not, in why we teach the content. Now, John Crosby said this, Mentoring is a brain to pick, an ear to listen a push in the right direction. So here's the first thing on how to find a mentor. It's people you admire in your network. It's people you admire in your network, in your neighborhood, in your community, if you have a database. It's people you admire in your database. Here's what happens. So many people turn this into so much more than what it is. There is profound insight for you all around, but you don't know if you're not looking for that if you think it has to be some guy on a stage or some guy that owns Apple or some guy that does this or gal, you already have relationships with people who can give mentoring to you or they know people who can provide some mentoring for you, that it would be a joy for that person. Andy talked about Solomon, and he had a a quote that said, iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. You want to get sharp, razor sharp, you get a mentor. And it's someone you already know. So back to Star Wars here's what happened. The reason why this has a point to it, Luke Skywalker was fascinated, want to become a Jedi, want to become a Jedi, want to become a Jedi. That means he want to make a quantum leap. I want to be a star. I want to be a millionaire. I want to be a whatever it is. I want to be a this. I want to be a this. And then he starts hearing stories and they go, well, there's old Ben Kenobi. And he goes, who? That crazy old guy? Because his idea of A, what a Jedi is, next level, quantum leaper was. And this is just this guy I know. And that is why most people miss out on a mentoring relationships. That's why most people miss. There's gold laying everywhere. In this country, the only sin that's not forgiven in this country is old age. The number of people that I've met on my journey whether they're driving limos or doing this or doing that, and they're in their 50s and they're laid off by corporate America. Because corporate America wants to hire kids out of college with one year's worth of an internship who know how to use Snapchat. And here's some guy or gal that's had 30-some years of experience to the point they're actually extraordinarily valuable, have tremendous insight, tremendous vigor, and they go, no, our corporate table say we need to move you along and go get the new ones. I see this all the time. You look at my history, what you'll see is I surrounded myself with people who have, were further down the path, who are older than me, who had more wisdom than me throughout my life. Now, the older I get, that's harder. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, there are people you know right now, and again, mentoring doesn't mean they become, near my sensei. You might have a lunch with them one time, but you get what you need from that person. Okay? Now, here's the thing. If someone's a really good mentor, they'll be passing you on to something and someone else. Did you guys hear that? If someone's a real good mentor, they'll be driving you to books, driving you to resources, driving you to someone else. So the next thing that should happen then is you find someone in your network. You want people who have the heart of a teacher and a presenter, someone who knows how to communicate and teach. Teachers and presenters. Bo Sanchez, fantastic author, said, getting a mentor is the shortcut to success. Okay? So watch this. Back in the Star Wars team. Okay, I spent three days there. You're going to get it. (laughs) I don't care if it's valuable. I need to get this off my chest. (laughs) So, Ben Kenobi took Luke Skywalker this far. And then he said, now, here's the next guy. Who was the next guy? Yoda. now Yoda was going to teach, okay, I gave you the mentality. Now I'm, this dude's going to teach you the skills. He's going to teach you the skills. So this mentor provided this and that mentor provided that. Here's the thing. I'm not a guy who says you need to come to Brian Buffini and Buffini and Company for all of your growth needs in life. I am constantly referring you to books and programs. Now, if you're in the real estate business and you want to be coached, I think we're the best option in the marketplace. But I am constantly pushing you This is not the oracle of all knowledge here. And just so you know that, I know you know that, but I want you to know that I know that. And I think I know you know that. Now, use resources other than face-to-face. That's the beauty of the world we're living in today. Zig Ziglar was my mentor long before I met him. And just so you know, I didn't need to meet him. Jim Rohn was a profound impact on my life. In regards to my own personal philosophy... I'd say, outside of my parents, Jim Rohn was the next person. Now, Jim and I developed a friendship and relationship, but just so you know, I didn't spend a ton of time with Jim Rohn. And I didn't need to, because he had recorded all of this stuff and written all this stuff, and here's what I did. Now, here it is. I took that stuff on board, and then I did something really unusual with it. I applied it. (laughs) And that's why I didn't need to come back. I've had people come to me, and they want the help, and they want the help, and then they just keep wanting the help. They're actually not interested in doing anything with it. There's other sources out there. And at the end of the day, the goal is to use those sources. Okay? Luke eventually used those other sources, right? So he got his mentors. And then at the critical time, what's he got to do? He had to use the force. By the way, as a side note, why I believe in coaching, even Han Solo doesn't go it alone. Do you ever think about that? So how can you use the force? Seek out someone gifted in an area you struggle. See there's good mentors and bad mentors, it doesn't matter, but everybody can bring something to the table. Even here's the deal, Darth Vader had a mentor. He struggled with killing people, he struggled with blowing up planets, so he got a mentor. Someone who was gifted at that. Everybody needs help, even bad guys need mentors, would you guys agree? Everybody gets mentored. By the way, everybody is mentored. Starts at home. Kids get mentored with their eyes and their ears. It's the ears of what you don't say and the eyes of what you do. I've never really had many conversations with my kids about marriage. I've tried to, and my wife and I have tried to live it in front of their eyes. Does that make sense? Make sure they are doers and not just talkers. The amount of people who've written a book who've never done that, and the amount of people who speak that have never actually achieved that, and to speak from, and the amount of people who say I really want to mentor someone who actually doesn't have a chance to speak from experience. If someone doesn't speak from experience, and that's why it's very important to kind of know somebody to start with. Start opening your eyes, and don't even consider the term mentor. It's just someone who might be able to give me some input. Okay, is that a good phrase? You can find someone who gives you some input, but make sure they are doers and not what. Not just talkers. You want them to talk. It's hard to find a mentor who does a strong silent type. They just nod at you. Okay? A mentor, here's a good quote someone whose hindsight can become your foresight. So from time to time, someone will come to me and they go oh, I'm real excited about a business idea and whatever else, and it sounds exactly like something I tried that didn't go so well. Now I'm not gonna tell them that's a terrible idea, that's not gonna work, but i will say now just here's something to consider. Here's, here, I did something like that. You can tell me if it's, it's similar. I did this and this and this, and I thought this and this and this, and here's what happened. Sometimes someone else's hindsight can be your foresight. Other people's time, other people's money, other people's experiences is the ultimate way to leverage. Does that make sense? So other people are willing to give you their experiences. Here's the thing. I've learned everything in my life from experience, either mine or other people's. So people will tell you, do this and don't do that. All right. Let's talk about uh, getting mentored. I'm going to give you some tips on this and move fast. You guys ready? First, be open to all feedback. I want everyone on the count of three to shout the word all. One, two, three. Does that mean it's all going to be fun? Does that mean it's going to be all the stuff you want to hear? Now, if you just get someone who's just beating the crap out of you all the time, that's not a mentor. That's someone who needs to get some help themselves. Are you guys hearing me? Yes or no? If someone is just a critic, if someone's coming from a bad place and all they're doing is pointing out the bad stuff, that's not a mentor. You're looking for someone who has the heart of an encourager. They want to encourage you, they want to put courage into you. They believe in you, they see something in you. But you have to be open to all feedback. And it's hard. Okay? It's hard. Now, the good news is if you do this right and it's uh, go for a coffee and go for a breakfast or something like that, then usually it's at a proper time. The worst thing about feedback is that it's delivered at the wrong time. Does that make sense? I've helped a number of people with their speaking. Okay. And they say, I want your help. I want your help. And so, because my time is limited, sometimes they'd be at some thing I was doing or whatever else. And they come right off stage and say, what can I do better? And I would tell them. That's like the worst thing in the world then I changed it to, okay, here's everything you did right, because I'm a refiner in my heritage profile. Anybody here a refiner? So I had to withhold that. And now let me tell you the good stuff. And then this. And now it's like, here's what you did great. I'll talk to you later. Did you guys just hear that? But people have to be open to all feedback. Because here's the thing. If you have something, a habit or a thing you're doing or whatever else, and it's holding you back, you're not really asking. And no one's really telling you, here's what happens. You're just going to get better at doing that. It's just better to know. And so you have to find a way to get your head around it, whether you're more aesthetic or whatever else. You have to get a way to get your head around it, whether you say, this is helping me get better. I won't be making that mistake again. It's going to cut down on all the negative experiences I have or the feelings I have. So I'm just going to be open to the feedback. Ken Blanchard said feedback is the breakfast of champions. The breakfast of champions. And he'd know a lot about that. He's from right here in San Diego. Great man. Next, don't take the feedback personally. Don't take it personally. Now, I know that's hard to hear. But what you got to do is call it feedback. Call it what it is. Okay, this is just feedback. Oh, by the way, it's also coming from a perspective. It doesn't mean it's 100% true. It's about the performance. It's not about the person. Did you guys hear what I just said? It's about the performance. It's not about the person. So don't take it personally. Don't take it personally. By the way, this is going to help you with your coaching so much. You open yourself up. Not to get battered. They're very skilled. But open up the feedback and then say, okay, that's just about the performance. It's not about the person. Can I have you say that phrase with me? It's just about the, it's not about the, okay. Big tip here. Apply one change at a time. Apply one change at a time. You're turning dials. Here's what happens. If you turn all the dials and things start working, you don't know which one worked. So you put in one change at a time. One of the things I learned about doing the half-day workshops, and Kevin will tell you this, I'd go and do a workshop, and I'd only change one thing a day. And then sometimes, "Uh uh-huh, that was interesting. And I'd do it again and do it again and do it again. And then once I had that cement, I did one other. And then one other. And eventually, after a while of doing that, you kind of start perfecting your craft. Does that make sense? Okay. Boy, they really got that. Boy, that guy went right out and did that. And that's what I was after. You know, how can I communicate a message that people can grasp it and don't do something with it? Okay? One change at a time. Here it is. Do what's asked of you. It's real simple in my world. I get this all the time. Oh, you know this. Now, I typically, just so you know, in my today in the world I live, because I have a company that does this all the time, there's no amount of hours. If I stood outside in line to chat with you folks today, which is something I've loved to do, it would go on for 12 hours. That's what's happened in the past. I've stood in line for eight hours at mastermind. People were in Vegas one time. People went to a show, had dinner, and then came back and joined the line. And I've done that. So no matter what I give, it'll never be enough for people. So in my mentoring today, I really usually only mentor very young people. My kind of alias I'm called by a bunch of people is called Mr. B. Okay? The young man backstage who's running this whole show. His name is Danny Iverson. I've known him since the sixth grade. And Danny is... I'm Mr. B. I'll be Mr. B on my tombstone with him. He got me a hat that said Mr. B. And I've known him forever. Now, how Danny, at a young age, is the guy doing this stuff, is because Danny's a great example of this, is that every time I gave him something to do, he went and did it. Does that make sense? Well, I get this. all, oh, I really need this. I really need this. I really need this. Great. I had a guy here recently. He's uh, more of a private bank that we do business with. And this guy is, oh, I'm really, love this, and whatever else, yada, yada. So Beverly invited him up to Long Beach. He saw the event, met Magic Johns. Oh, this is great, this is great. I really need this. I really want this. I have a young family that, are... very nice fella. I said, great. Gave him a book. Three weeks later, I have to be popping by. Walked in, saw him. how are you doing? I said, how do you like the book? Oh, yeah, I have to admit, I haven't got to it yet. Great. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. But for me... <laughs> That doesn't mean I'll never help the kid again, but I won't help that kid until he moves on to the next step. Does that make sense? Because I can't want it more than him. So I'm doing okay. He sees my statements. Right? He's not having to take my word for it. And I'm telling him, here's how to do it. Gave him the free ticket, gave him the seminar, gave him the opportunity, gave him the book. Hadn't read the book. See you later. Now he's not done but he is on layaway. <laughs> so one of the ways you know you're being mentored is if somebody recommends you do something, you go do it. So if you don't do what a mentor recommends you do, just realize it's okay, but you're not being mentored. As long as you know that. And then ask how you can help or give back. Ask how you can help or give back. Just so you know, just because someone is a mentor doesn't mean they're not a human being. So when you go and meet with somebody, be listening for needs and wants and little things and so on and so forth. You follow? Winston Churchill. We make a living by what we get, we make a life by what we give. I'm a big fan of Churchill, so not only did we do a little Star Wars watching, but the kids also got to go on Daddy's tour, which is we went to Churchill, and we went to the War Room, and we did a little study on Churchill, and yeah. Here's some cautionary tips. I want to tell you how not to be mentored. Because I see more people screw this up than I can shake a stick at. So first of all, don't be a Klingon which is this person's a guru to you and you abdicate your own process and I, them, and I look to them and I look to them and I look to them. The coach that's coaching the players and coaches them so much that they can't make decisions on the court is not a good coach because he doesn't enable the kids and teach them, okay? So don't be a cling-on. Don't put your mentors on a pedestal. There was a phrase I've heard many times, don't meet your mentors because they'll always disappoint you. And Okay, I mean, I know I've experienced that, but it's not 100% true. The reason is, don't put them on an artificial pedestal. Because what happens is you paint your picture onto them and they're all that and I'm not much. Everybody's got different sides to them. And sometimes your mentors do things that they regret themselves. Don't forget your own gut, right? We talked about that this morning. Those instincts, that intuition, that gift, that spirit that's inside you. Don't forget your own gut. Don't only have one source. Don't only have one source. And don't forget to apply what you've been taught. I know I said that another way, but I'm going to keep saying that. Because you want to find someone who's a doer and you want to become a doer. What's the road to hell paid with? I tell the kids all the time, there's consequences for not taking action. Let me share this with you, and it's an analogy I came up with years and years ago, but I think you'll like it. I want to show you how it all works. Okay? To become a mentor, I'm going to take you back to this area I've been to five or six times in my life. And for thousands of years, this is an area of the country that's been discussed heavily. Over in Israel, about the size of New Jersey, there's a river that runs through the middle of it called the Jordan River, famous river. Flows into this freshwater lake. It's really a big, big lake called the Sea of Galilee. Okay? And this here, between here and here, has fed, nourished, hydrated, kept the livestock alive, kept all the crops grown, basically provided life for this region for thousands of years. It's called a Sea of Galilee. It's a lake. When you are actually in the middle of it, you can see land all around you. Maybe that's why they call it a sea. It should be a Sea of Galilee. How many Texans do I have? All right, there's guys in Texas that have feeding water stations bigger than this, All right. just a big puddle. So for thousands of years, this river, which is not a huge river, this lake, it's a nice size lake. It's pretty fantastic when you're there. Beautiful place. Kept the whole place alive. Then, now watch this. This is the trick. Fresh water flows out of here and flows into a body of water that's seven times the size. This is seven times the size of that and it's called the Dead Sea. Dead. Okay? That's the opposite of growth. Dead. Nothing swims, nothing lives in the Dead Sea. It's just what? It's just dead. In fact, the only thing you can do in the Dead Sea is float, because it's so much salt in it. You follow? So that's what you do. You go sit in the Dead Sea. In fact, the first time I went there was before Beverly and I were even married. We had a bunch of friends, went over together. Uh, You remember that, John? It was awesome. By the way, Brother John's here today. I'm gonna embarrass him. Today's my brother John's birthday. Would you all say happy birthday? One, two, three, happy birthday. So we would get in there. Now I had seen a school book when I was a kid. And it was a fella sitting in the Dead Sea, black and white picture, sitting up in the Dead Sea, reading newspaper. And I told John, when I get to the Dead Sea, I'm jumping in. So the bus pulls up, there's a bunch of us there. I get the newspaper under my arm, put the shorts on. I jump in. I go, bring the camera, bring the camera. I'm there, I'm taking the picture, taking the picture. Unbelievable. Sitting on the newspaper. Now, just as a cautionary tale and a a bit of a travel insight, it's full of salt. And salt gets everywhere. I was walking like John Wayne for the next 40 days. That's all I'm going to say to you. Now, just a little, little Rick Steves travel insight there for you, just in case you ever do it. Now, here's the thing. Just because it has all this power and all this seven times the size, it should be seven times more productive. Would you guys agree? Why is the Dead Sea dead? Fresh water flows in. There are springs at the top of this thing. There's these little waterfalls. It's called Nachal David. It's unbelievable, gorgeous place. And you, you go and use these springs. Fantastic. And you can drink the water right from the spring. And that's what's flowing into the Dead Sea. The purest drinking water in the world. And there's nothing in this thing. It's dead. Why? Because nothing flows out of the Dead Sea. Once it goes to the Dead Sea, it stops. So here's how mentoring works. The fresh water flowing in is the learn. The water that provides all the life, that's the do. And the water that flows out, that's the teach. And that is ultimately the purest form of it all. Learn, do, and teach. Learn, do, teach. You do that, you get to stay fresh. You do that, you'll have the good life. You do that, you'll be given the good life. Here's how to become a mentor. A, wait until you're asked. Wait until you're asked. Why would somebody ask you to mentor them? Why would somebody ask you to mentor them? Because they see the fruit. They see your life. They see your business. They see your habits. Oh, by the way, you collectively in here have so much to offer, so much wisdom, so much insight, so much great attitude, so many resources you've used. You have so much to offer. You just need to make yourself available to it. The thing is, there's a hell of a lot of people who would really benefit from spending a little bit of time with you. Next. Only give the most important feedback. And let's talk about your earrings. You know, and that dress. And by the way, do you know you don't fully chew your food? No, here's the thing. <laughs> if you care enough about people, you just care enough, here's what they can digest. Does that make sense? You can listen and listen and listen, and ask lots of questions, take lots of notes, and then say, okay, well, here's what I would do if I were you. And never give them more than three things. I've never given you more than three things, so why would you do that? Next, ask the mentee to take small steps. Ask the mentee to take small steps. How many of you appreciate the fact that I've asked you to make small steps? And then reminded you, and then reminded you, and then reminded you,, and sick the coach on you, and then reminded you, and then you took the step, and then you went, this ain't so bad. And then it worked, and then you got referrals, and then you stopped doing it, and then reminded you, 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 and then reminded you. And then reminded you. Key principle, you can't want it more than them. Have you ever wanted it more than them? You know what that's a sign of? How badly you still want to grow yourself. That's what that is. When you really, 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 really are frustrated that people aren't doing it, it's a sign that what's inside you is that you're still unfulfilled yourself. Because when you're really pursuing that, you're able to take it with a grain of salt. Here's a great tip for you personally. Don't find your identity in it. Don't find your identity in it. Okay. Here's a good little quote. It says, uh, "Remember who you are and whose you are." That's a good one. Okay. The bottom line is this: you want to stay healthy, you want to be wealthy, be wise. You continually learn. Continually learn. It's not learned. You follow me? It's learn. Continually do and then you will have an opportunity as you teach to apply what you've done. And by the way, it's very life-giving. Having people like you who are brave enough to go do all this stuff has transformed my life. Nobody has changed my life more than the audiences at Buffini and Company. And as much as you continue to grow, it drives me to continue to grow and get better and improve and grow into the person I'm supposed to be and put me on that journey. And then what it does, it gives me a purpose for reading the book and listening to stuff and whatever else. Here's the thing. I might read 30 books, but I only recommend one of them. Does that make sense? And so it's a fantastic thing. And so here's what I want to tell you. The mentoring part is very life-giving. It's very life-giving. You have a lot of insight. You have a lot to offer. You need to give off the energy that you're open to help somebody, and then do. And start with the younger folks. The younger folks... They're open for it. They're asking for it. They're looking for it. A lot of them are. And you guys have so much to offer. I am going to finish uh, today with the greatest insight we can possibly give you from possibly the greatest mentor we could bring on stage today. So let's take a look at this.
0: A disturbance in the force I sense. Many people in the dark staring at me. 4000 eyes ah scared me you did mastermind the right place you have come to trying to find wisdom you are no try not do or do not there is no try <laughs> Many Jedis at mastermind, I see. Wisdom you seek, find it you shall. Seek my advice, many do. For you men, to your wife you shall listen. (laughs) When in labor, for yogurt, my mother shouted. Listen, my father did not. And so Yoda, he called me. For 900 years, every time the name Yoda I hear, to mind yogurt comes. (sighs) So if healthy you would be, wealthy and wise, listen to the women in your lives.
1: Well, I hope you enjoyed the program today don't forget to share it with your friends or leave us a review on itunes Uh, we love hearing your feedback and our goal is to positively influence as many people as possible so we love your support and right now this program we launched just a few months ago we've had over 200,000 downloads in over 100 countries so we know you guys are out there sharing it we appreciate that every time you hear a message that really uh hits home for you share it with someone who might need it we'd love to help them too So as I finish here today, I leave you with an Irish blessing that my grandfather always said, as you know, and it says, may the roads rise up to meet you and may the wind always be at your back. May the rain fall soft upon your fields and the sunshine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the hollow of his hand. We'll see you next time.